You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. You can support us on Patreon and join our Discord server at patreon.com slash wtfolklore. Hello, everyone, and welcome to What the Folklore, Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I am your storyteller, Carmen. I found it! I found it! What? I found it! What'd you find? I found some good china. What? It's really, it's, I found the good china. Some good china or the good china? I found the good china. The, the, the one? The only? Uh-huh. It was, it was under our noses the whole time. Just like <clears throat> sitting in a pile in the corner? Yeah, we forgot about it for a whole year. Man, we should clean more. <laughs> <laughs> I found my copy of The Journey West. Ooh. Ooh. The best China. Oh, China. Yeah, it is the best China. As in, as in that China. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I probably could have told you that if I had um, realized that was considered. It was like China, China. Uh (laughs) Instead of porcelain China. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. What were you saying? I completely forgot. I guess welcome to what the folklore making (laughs) sense of senseless tales. Mm -hmm. Uh, As you can see clearly from this intro. Yeah. Um, I am your story. Well, I guess I'm not your storyteller. If, if you just the, get to listen, yeah, I am your story listener, Carmen. I'm the crime weaver and storyteller this week, Tyler. The theft of a title. You're not your greatest crime yet. You've done a lot of of crimes. Mm-hmm. Gordy, who do you want to be this week? I've got two names. Okay. Um, to pitch you this week. Sure. I could either be Nigel Landlord. <laughs> Or I could be Molly Napkin. I like the second one. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling some good energy off of Molly Napkin. Please. I don't have I don't have fictions um, around these names. Mm-hmm. I just, just have the, the names. names themselves. I just sometimes I just read what I'm given well, by let's... my team here. <laughs> Molly Napkin sounds like an urban legend. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, we'll we'll try we'll try Molly Napkin then. If you say her name three times, she'll come clean up spills. <laughs> but you have and, to uh, say it in a mirror at midnight. So time your spills accordingly, folks. Yeah. <laughs> or live like us and have spills so many that you can't find the good china for a year. <laughs> and I heard another voice who's with us. Oh, everyone's favorite airship captain, Grimoire Highwind, at your service. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. I own an airship. This is not Final Fantasy. You understand that. I do, but it has uh, it has fueled a lot of my other favorite things, such <laughs> as uh, punch wizards of various uh-huh. sorts. So sure. I'm, I'm very much on board. <clears throat> You'd like to hear the origin tale? Yeah, I'm. I'm rather uh, rather curious. Well, since there is no more fantasy left, because uh, <clears throat> we did read the last one, I mean, yeah. he needs something to fill the the hole in his heart. How about some cold hard reality? I I would I would like to hear this cold hard reality. <laughs> Dump it over my head like an ice bucket challenge. Uh, last time, we read chapter fifteen of the Journey West. 
That was a year and, ago. It didn't happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you all remember the title. Yeah. Yeah. And any of the events that occurred in it. I vaguely recall something with water. You and Gordy both just tell me your favorite parts of the last chapter. My favorite part was the part with water. Gordy, how'd you feel about it? Did they go over a bridge and <laughs> find a monk? Um, at the very end, it, it did- had... It had nothing to do with the contents of the chapter, but yes, that did occur. Did a well, monkey remember... punch a lot of people for pants, or was that an earlier one? That was earlier. I, re- I remember the most recent event, then. What if I read the title to you? Maybe that will jog your memories. Okay. It was called On the Coiled Snake Mountain, The Gods Give Secret Help. In the Eagle Sorrow Gorge, The Thought Horse is reined in. I remember the that that title existed but mm-hmm. i it's not spurring anything in particular do you remember, remember that you gorge. printed the longest label ever <laughs> as you typed it out i do do uh do, do you mean to tell me that was the title to the chapter that y'all read that was the title of the chapter from the oh man <laughs> uh-huh this is the good china they don't skimp uh so let me hit you with a quick recap before we get into this next chapter which uh is chapter 18, because I'm going to skip ahead a little bit again. Yeah. Past the boring stuff. It, it does help us with the whole thread of the story that we are skipping whole <clears throat> chapters and years. Mm-hmm. Listen, there's a hundred of them. You don't need every single one. I'm amazed that there's a clean hundred. If we want to get close to finishing, we need to do more than one a year or <laughs> skip a few. <laughs> or probably both. Probably both. Uh, anyway, quick recap from last time. Uh, it was the winter, and they were journeying west, as they do. This is Sun Wukong and his priest friend Sun Zong, slash master. Uh, and their horse got ate by a dragon. I do kind of remember a dragon. I thought he was in water, though. So, he was in water. He was a water dragon. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, Look at me so, go. <laughs> so uh, Sun Wukong and the dragon fought each other for multiple days straight because of this horse incident. And uh, Sun Wukong would bother the dragon into fighting him by turning his lake into a toilet (laughs) to to disturb his sleep. Uh, But then the Bodhisattva uh, Guan Yin came down and told Sun Wukong that she had specifically placed the dragon there to meet them so that it would act as their new mount. So maybe stop shitting on the dragon? Yes. The dragon wakes up, eats their horse, goes back to sleep. Is, is Is this after the fight? No, this is prior to the fight. This is what causes the fight. Gotcha. Uh, And then she turned the dragon into the exact same shape as the previous horse. So now their horse is just secretly a dragon. So remember that. (sighs) That would be the most bummer transformation. (laughs) Like, I get to ride a dragon? It's like, no. You have this horse again. It's just secretly a dragon. (laughs) No one can know. And you, and you will sound crazy if you tell people that you're riding a dragon and it's just this old, done pony. Yeah, that is somehow both better and worse than riding just a regular-ass horse. Uh, so this week, we're going to read Chapter 18 of The Journey West, the title being The Great Sage Removes a Monster from Gao Village. The All Great right. Sage being Sun Wukong. Oh, he's a sage now and not just a violent pants-stealing He's always been the sage. That's been his title. Whether or not you agree with it is your own concern. He does uh, defy a lot of the the tropes of a sage. You know, Certainly. what with the 
the punching everybody for fruit and the stealing pants and the shitting in dragon water. He also sometimes goes by the protector of the horses because that's the title they gave him when he lived in heaven. Well, well a couple things. First off, you may be dealing with some corrupted wisdom there, Carmen. Uh, clearly punching people for fruit and pants is, is high wisdom and earns you the rank of sage. Mm-hmm. And uh, secondly, clearly he's didn't do a good job of protecting his yeah. horse. <laughs> Maybe title should be revoked. <laughs> he had one horse, and he did not protect it. Well, now he's got a dragon horse. But it's not a horse, though. It's just a horse-shaped dragon. Yeah. It's a dragon they melted down and then refroze in the ice cube tray <laughs> into the shape of a horse. Yeah, please do. What? Like a dino nugget. Yeah. Yeah, hit it. <laughs> All right, this is chapter 18. Uh, One spring evening, so it is spring now, uh, Mm -hmm. after several weeks of traveling with no misadventures whatsoever, uh, Sanzong spotted a village. So he and Monkey, and also the story has now just decided to refer to him as Monkey almost exclusively. I mean, it does get a little long-winded to say sun wukong uh, or monkey of king. horses monkey king great sage yeah <laughs> etc so yeah he's just monkey now uh so sanzong and monkey decide to go to see if there's anywhere that they can rest for the night in the village and as soon as they enter the town they encounter a, a young man who appears to be in a hurry and he's wearing a silken turban a blue jacket a pair of trousers that are tied at the ankle and a pair of straw sandals. That is a lot of clothes to steal. He, <laughs> he's also <laughs> carrying an umbrella in his hand and a pack on his back. Man, clothes and accessories to punch him and steal. It's some like real crazy look that a man is wearing both silk and straw sandals. <laughs> so Monkey grabs him. Yeah, he's like, when? My personal Coles walking around here. <laughs> uh, and he kind of wraps himself around this man. Both arms and legs, I imagine. Like a front backpack. I want to go shopping by <laughs> curling around a, a store like a snake. <laughs> or is this just how he greets people? And he asks the young man, where are you going? I want to ask you something. Where is this? Monkey and- King? <laughs> this is not etiquette. <laughs> this is how Freybug greets people. <laughs> Uh, the young man immediately begins to struggle for his life. Yeah, you <laughs> would. You have a monkey, monkey snake asking you for a tourism pamphlet. A monkey snake would be terrifying. <laughs> uh, he tries to break out of monkey's grip, and he says, Why the hell are you asking me? I'm not the only one who lives in this village, and I'm busy right now. I love this man. He is my new <laughs> favorite character. Uh, sadly, he gets no name. <laughs> well, actually, hold on that. He gets kind of a name. Uh, yes, halfway he, there. <laughs> Monkey says, don't be angry, kind sir, with a smile. <laughs> to, <laughs> to help others is to help yourself. What oh, harm my... can it do to tell me what the place is called? We might be able to bring your troubles to an end, you know. That's fucking manipulative. The troubles <laughs> are that he is currently wrapped up in Monkey. <laughs> I'm get, I, For some reason, I got a very Urkel vibe off of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I... I detected some real subtle 
threats. <laughs> yeah, you might not know you have troubles, but you currently have a literal monkey on your back, so... <laughs> Uh, the young man did not answer Monkey and just continued to struggle against his grip. And uh, when he could not break free, he just started hopping around angrily. <laughs> I understand this fellow. I understand where anime came from. Uh, Sun Zong saw somebody else that was coming up the road and was embarrassed by the scene that Monkey was now causing. Yeah, and... but not going to do a damn thing about it, coward. He, he asked Monkey why he couldn't just ask someone else where they were and if they could find shelter, which is what they came for in the first place. Or maybe ask without, like, invading uh, bodily autonomy. <laughs> like, that's not hard to do. <laughs> Monkey replies with a smile, You don't understand, Master. It would be no fun to ask anyone else. I have to ask him if there's to be anything to be got from this. So l- let me just uh, do a quick personal recap for this. This Monkey is basically the harbinger or the carrier of the fist that can punch the heavens right yeah and he's got this long string of uh, mischief in him right sure most terrifying possible creature i love it (laughs) uh he's also sometimes referred to as a thunder god that's unsettling (laughs) i'm imagining him saying this to the Mm. uh the monk and then just turning back to the man and poking him repeatedly on the face going beep boop 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 (laughs) That's more or less where we're at. It's a monkey of many um, skills and dispositions. All angled toward chaos. And pants. Uh, Seeing that he wasn't escaping anytime soon, the young man finally relented and told the two that they were in Gao Village, which is called Gao Village because almost everybody there had the surname Gao. Someone got busy back in the day. (laughs) Uh, Monkey asked the young man where he was headed and what he needed to do, seeing as he seemed to be dressed for a long journey. Yeah, silk. That ideal fabric for long, sweaty journeys. It's very soft. Yeah. It seems it to work. Probably a little breathes nicely. I don't know. I've, I've never really had the benefit of going on a long journey and wearing silk the whole time. I might have to try that. Uh, the young man said, I am Gao Kai from the family of Squire Gao. His youngest daughter is 20 and not yet married. But three years ago, an evil spirit came and took her. What do you mean he sort of gets a name? That's a whole ass name. Yeah, I did forget. (laughs) (laughs) I'll admit, I forgot this man had a name. I mean, he's he's one of many gals. Yeah, it doesn't really come up. It's part of the Legion of Gal. I forgot that he got a first name. I thought that he just had the name Gal because everybody does. Mm Mm-hmm. So an evil spirit took the daughter away three years ago. He's been staying with us for those three years, and the old man isn't at all pleased. He says <laughs> there is no future in having a girl marry an evil spirit. It's ruining our family, and we don't get a family-in-law of uh, visitors out of this deal. Yeah, like... <laughs> you get we, more evil spirits. <laughs> we live in a village of only our cousins. We We desperately need other visitors. And that's... That's why we marry people, is for the company at holidays. <laughs> He's always wanted to get rid of the evil spirit, but he refuses to go. Now the evil spirit has shut the girl up in the back building for the better part of a year, uh, and he won't let any of the family see her. So not only do they not get cool holiday visitors, now they're one cousin short. Yeah, it's a very, like, Bates Hotel sort of thing going on right now. <laughs> My old man gave me two ounces of silver and sent me to find a priest to capture the monster. Well, I think we've just uh, 
shortened his journey quite a bit. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, which is good, because I don't think it's it's comfortable to sweat in silk. Monkey King is a, is a priest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monkey delightedly responded, you're in luck. We're in the business. <laughs> <laughs> I love this monkey. This is quite convenient. You needn't go any further and spend any of your money. We're not hopeless monks. We've got some real magic powers, and we know how to deal with evil spirits. Also, this we are very has... good at controlling devils and capturing monsters. Check this. Our horse is actually a dragon. <laughs> and you have already experienced my vice-like grip. <laughs> Speaking of which, the young man was a little annoyed that Monkey was still wrapped around him and not letting him go. Uh, but in this, he recognized that he was pretty strong. Yeah, it's And a, probably not lying about the whole magic demon hunting thing. It's a performance evaluation. Mm-hmm. So he decided to bring Monkey and Sanzong back home with him. Well, uh, and he, he decided, ha- yeah. He d- there's, there's a monkey attached to him. It was decided for him, yeah. certainly. He, uh, he conceded. Mm-hmm. Uh, he brought them home with him, and he had them wait outside as he reported in on his find. Uh, after convincing his master that he did indeed already find some priests, even though he literally just left home moments before, uh, Sanzong and Monkey were invited in to be interviewed. Greetings, venerable elders, Squire Gao said as he bowed to Sanzong. Sanzong returned his bow, uh, and Monkey stood there immobile. <laughs> Monkey bowed to no one. At the sight of Brother Monkey's ugly face, the old man decided not to bow to him. <laughs> That's okay, cool. Cool. I'm, yeah. I'm glad we have like a beauty pageant going on for our <laughs> levels of respect, but sure. Why won't you pay your respects to me, Monkey asked, at which the old man, somewhat frightened, turned to uh, the young man who brought them with him and said, You'll be the death of me, you little wretch. We've already got one hideous monster at home as a son-in-law that we can't get rid of, so why ever did you have to bring this thunder god here to ruin us? So huh. he recognizes him as a thunder god? I guess. And won't bow to him? I guess. That's balls, <laughs> Monkey said, Gow, old chap, you've been living all these years for nothing. You've still got no sense. It's completely wrong to judge people by their faces. I may be no beauty, but I'm quite clever. I'll grab that evil spirit for you, catch that demon, seize your son-in-law, and give you back your daughter. I'll be doing you a good turn, so there's no need to fuss about my looks. <laughs> Yeah, like, reasonable. Yeah, yeah, very reasonable approach. I'm surprised the the Monkey King has not, like, just face-punched this old man. (laughs) It's a life lesson from an unlikely source. (laughs) Uh, Squire Gao invited them to sit and tell their story, to which Sanzong explained all their adventures to this point, as Uh, well as their overall quest to to journey to the West uh, in order to (laughs) seek the Buddhist scriptures and asked if they could spend the night in his hospitality. Let me tell you 17 <laughs> chapters. <laughs> Real quick. Can I have a bed? I'll recite it as a poem. Uh, if you two gentlemen just want to spend the night here, why all this talk about catching monsters? Well, like, that's not a, an either-or situation, dude. <laughs> like, do you have object permanence problems? <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, Monkey said, as we'll be spending the night here, we thought it would be fun to catch a few monsters while we're about it. That's well, just a perk of an inn. May I ask how many there are in your residence? They they don't have the uh, the pay-per-view 
uh, that most hotels provide. It's it's all monster catching. Good heavens, the old man exclaimed. Uh, however many do you want? We've only got this monster of a law, uh, monster of a son-in-law, and he's ruined our lives. Was Monkey asking how many demons do you have? Yeah, in your how many monsters live here that I can catch? <laughs> okay, I, I misunderstood that and thought he was like, how many people are living here? And he's like, we've only got the one demon. He just wants the monsters. <laughs> uh, Tell me all about this monster from the beginning, Monkey said. I must know about his magic powers if I'm to capture him for you. Also reasonable consultation with your uh, exterminator. So Squire Gao started from the very beginning, explaining his misfortune of having never sired a son and instead getting three shitty daughters. Well, the number of times that I have fucked a woman (laughs) (laughs) have not preceded someone with also a penis. (laughs) This is a real bummer. Uh, His first daughter was named Fragrant Orchid. His second daughter was named Jade Orchid, and mm. his third daughter was named Blue Orchid. He's not a, a an exactly uh, imaginative he, fellow, is he? He was he was willing to name one girl. He had a lot of boy <laughs> names in mind. He was willing uh-huh. to name one girl. He just kind of had to work with that name, <laughs> modify it slightly. He's got at least like at least nine months between each like attempt. I mean, that's a lot of thinking time. <laughs> to think of another orchid name or non-orchid name. Yeah. I mean, he has already demonstrated a, an incapacity for, like, rolling with new information. Like, if, if something fresh is happening and it has superseded the previous thing, oh, you're going to catch monsters. Wait, you want to sleep here? That's, <laughs> that is a whole different situation. And has... What are we even talking about? <laughs> How does how does sleeping in this place help you catch monsters? Uh, the first two daughters already have been married off to other villagers, uh, and or to other villages, sorry. Uh, and he had hoped that his third daughter would marry a man that would live in the estate with them, in order to take care of Squire Gao in his old age. So he wants a uh, like a live-in nursing home caretaker situation. That's- exactly. Yeah, it's not about how many goats you have. It's about how good you are at administering pills to irascible old men. Hopefully with a, a lot of in-laws coming with him. Just to have like a, a, a full staff of caretakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably not a bad idea. It sounds like everyone in the village is already related. So let's bring in some people <laughs> from out of town, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. we do need to uh, shake up this gene pool a little bit. Uh, it's starting to get weird in there. <laughs> We're looking to diversify our stocks. Uh, about three years ago, a mysterious man named Zoo arrived in town, saying that he came from the Mountain of Blessings. It's a pretty cool home name. Zoo claimed that he had no parents left and no siblings to live with, so he hoped to marry a woman and then live with his in-laws. A dream come true. How good are you are cha- at changing uh, diapers Exactly. full-grown adults? Gao immediately hopped at the chance to get his daughter hitched to this man. Uh, and ever since Zoo joined the family, he proved himself to be a very hard worker. Uh, he tilled fields and plowed without tools or oxen, just barehanded. Yeah, that should be your first sign that <laughs> this fellow's a monster. <laughs> hmm. Something not quite right, that boy. At first, Gao was very pleased with his son-in-law, but then things started to change. Starting with his appearance. <laughs> Gao said, at first he was a plump, dark chap. 
but later on he became a long-nosed, big-eared idiot with thick black hairs running down from the back of his head and a great thick body. His face is just like a pig's. His appetite is enormous, too. He needs several bushels of grain at every main meal and over a hundred griddle cakes for breakfast. Mm. Mm. Those sound pretty good. Griddle cakes. Luckily, he's a vegetarian because if he ate meat and wine, he would have ruined us in six months. Or eaten you. <laughs> or that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, but... if you're going to get a monster as a son-in-law, it might as well be a vegetarian because then you don't have that constant threat of him noshing on your, your own family if he's displeased, <laughs> which is a he... common threat with monster son-in-laws. But that's not even the main thing, Squire Gao continued. Uh, he can also summon up a wind make clouds and mist come and go, or send pebbles and sand flying. Ooh. That's just prestidigitation. He's throwing rocks at people? <laughs> it's a pretty basic-ass cantrip, quite frankly. He has terrified our neighbors who don't feel safe living here any longer. He what? shut my daughter away in the building at the back, and nobody's seen her for six months. We don't even know if she's still alive. That is how we know he is an evil monster. And we want a priest to come and get rid of him. So, have they tried, you know, normal, non-magical means of getting rid of this fellow? Like talking or family counseling? Or a knife? Nope. <laughs> or a knife. <laughs> <laughs> a good old-fashioned way. So, so are priests just like the wandering mercenaries of this, <laughs> this world? Evidently. I guess. Monks of any renown. Uh, no difficulty there, Monkey replied. Don't worry, old chap. I guarantee that I'll get him out tonight. I'll make him write out a document divorcing your daughter, and I'll bring her back to you. What do you say to that? I'll make. I'll give him an eviction notice. I'll make him sign paperwork. So, out of curiosity, I know that mm-hmm. Goku is based off of Sun Wukong, mm-hmm. uh, who is notorious for his giant appetite. Is uh. <laughs> Is is our little monkey king here planning to be like, I'll get your monster out, and then I'm going to eat your entire farm? <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't say no, certainly, to that kind of reward. It's just hospitality. Yeah. You can grow new uh, food. You can technically grow new daughter, but it takes more than a season. You can grow a new daughter. You can just have more of those. Uh, Because I thought there'd be no harm in offering him my daughter, I have ruined my reputation and estranged all of my relations, Squire Gao said. No one comes for Christmas anymore. (laughs) This monster throws rocks at them. Uh, If you can catch him, why bother with a divorce document? Wipe him out for me, please. Jesus. (laughs) That, yeah. Till death. Till death do they part. My Christmas card this year will be his head mounted on a pike. (laughs) Taking it around to all the relatives saying, come over for some figgy pudding. (laughs) Some piggy pudding. Uh, Easy, easy, said Monkey. I'll get him out tonight. Squire (laughs) Gao escorted Monkey to the building at the back of the estate where Zoo and his daughter had been living. Uh, And there was a big old... Or being dead. Yeah, unsure. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so Schrodinger's daughter. <laughs> there was a big old padlock on the door, and Monkey asked him to go fetch the key. Look here, the old man answered. If a key would have done the trick, I wouldn't have had to ask for your services. I appreciate the hostility between uh, this man and his hired contractor. <laughs> yeah, this old man's a bitter son of a bitch. He has had no family come for any holidays, and is <laughs> dodging rocks all the time. I mean, maybe they stopped coming because he's a 
Yeah. <laughs> Piece of he, shit. I would be delighted if this demon is like a super cool, <laughs> chill individual. <laughs> it's just this this asshole old man <laughs> who has been griping for years about how he's not going to be around forever and no one's <laughs> going to be here to take care of him in his old age. And every time uh, they call home, he's just like, oh, my sciatica. And no one wants to deal with him anymore. (laughs) Can't you tell at your age when someone's joking, Monkey asked. I was only teasing. You shouldn't have taken me seriously. That's a good general rule going forward. Uh, he, He pulled the padlock forward and he looked inside and saw that molten copper had been poured into it. That's effective. Uh, so he struck it with a vicious blow of his cudgel and shattered it immediately. His cudgel is the power pole, right? He has a he has a magic cudgel that he sometimes transforms into a hair on the back of his neck for transportation. Man, that would be yeah. great. You never need a purse. <laughs> like you just start plucking hairs and like, all right, here are my car keys. Uh, he pushed the door open and saw that it was pitch black inside. And he said, call your daughter's name, old gal, to see whether she's in here or not. Uh, Blue Orchid came rushing out of the darkened building uh, and into her father's arms when she heard him calling and was weeping. Monkey asked her if she knew where Zoo could be found, but she had no idea. She said, he knows that my father wants to exercise him, so he's always on the alert. That's why he comes back late and he leaves at dawn. That is what alert means? (laughs) I guess. Not present. (laughs) Yeah, they're about the same, right? Can't get stabbed if you're not there. Yeah. Of course he would, Monkey remarked and said, Old fellow, take the girl to the front building. You two can go have a good long talk. I'm going to wait for the monster here. Don't be surprised if he doesn't turn up, but if he does, I'll wipe him out for you. Look, just so you know, if the job isn't done, it's not my fault. A monster didn't happen. (laughs) Laying the the groundwork here before you start calling my boss. Yeah, it's an important stipulation to the contract. Like, if there's no monster to fight, I'm not going to fight a monster. It seems obvious, but you do need to get it in writing. It's true, man. If you've ever dealt with customer service, you do need to get the very basic, most basic fundamental things down in writing. Monkey then used some of his magic powers to turn himself into the likeness of Blue Orchid with a shake of his body. That would be disturbing as fuck to watch. He just did a little shimmy and turned into daughter number two. Yikes. Uh, uh, confusing for the for the dad. <laughs> I'm willing to guess. The dad who lacks object permanence, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially confusing there. I, I would imagine that in whatever film adaptation of this, he is still a monkey just in a dress and a wig with lipstick now. I mean, typically in Dragon Ball, when they reenact this exact plot, that's how it goes. And they've done it more than once. covered in Dragon Ball? Oh, yeah. What? Really? Yeah. I need to go lie down. (laughs) Wait, they did what in Dragon Ball? This plot. Oh, sure, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Then Monkey sat down in the room to wait for the evil spirit. Uh, Before long, there was a marvelous wind that sent stones and dust flying everywhere, and Zoo walked in. I mean, the two of them do similarly make entrances. Monkey marveled at how absolutely ugly and pig-like he was. (laughs) Hmm. Pig-like. 
Uh, Monkey began to moan and act as though he were feeling ill, but Zoo didn't seem to notice and just wrapped his arms around Monkey and began to try to kiss him. <laughs> oh, babe, you don't have a headache tonight. Very, <laughs> exactly. It's very nice. If this were Loki, you'd end up with a, like, 12-legged spider pig the next day. <laughs> uh, Monkey laughed to himself as he thought, so he really does want to screw me. <laughs> yeah, fun. Then, <laughs> then he thrust his hand up under the monster's long nose and threw him off balance, and the monster fell off the bed. As the monster pulled himself up, he leaned on the edge of the bed and said, Darling, why are you so angry at me today? Is it because I'm late? I'm not angry, Monkey replied. Not angry at all. I just like throwing people. <laughs> if you're not angry with me, why did you make me fall over? You should have been more thoughtful and not tried hugging me and kissing me. I'm not feeling very well today. If I'd been my usual self, I'd have been waiting for you at the door. Take your clothes off and come to bed. Well, Not realizing what Monkey was up to, the monster undressed. It's a long con for pants. <laughs> Actually, it's a very short con, really. But... Medium con for pants. Uh, <clears throat> Monkey jumped up out of bed and sat on the pot as the monster went back to bed and groped around without finding the girl. Does the monkey have to shit in every one of these? <laughs> Where have you gone, darling, he asked. Take your clothes off and come to bed. Go to sleep, monkey replied. I'm taking a shit. <laughs> nice. I appreciate this, uh, <laughs> this rapport that this old married demon fake wife couple have established. <clears throat> Uh, the monster did as he was told. Uh, my father has sent for a priest to come and catch you, you know, Monkey said aloud. Grunting. Come to bed, come to bed and forget about him, the monster said with a laugh. I can do as many transformations as the plow. I don't know what that means. Uh, and I have my nine-pronged rake, too. So none, none transformations and a rake. So, so what have I to fear from priests? I can do magic. <laughs> I... It's not magic, it's sticks. <laughs> I got sticks I can beat people with. My father said that he'd asked that fellow by the name of Sun, the great sage equaling heaven, who made such trouble in the heavenly palace some 500 years ago, to come and capture you. Uh, Zoo was somewhat taken aback to hear that name, and he said, In that case, I'm off. We're through. <laughs> oh, that was, that was enough. <laughs> I appreciate uh, Monkey King's <laughs> angle of, like hearing his like opinions of himself while mm -hmm. he is a, a pretend woman shitting on a pot having a conversation <laughs> with this naked monster in bed just to keep uh, the picture painted here zoo got up and began to dress to leave and monkey said where do you think you're going my fine monster take a look and see who i am the monster turned around and saw monkey's protruding teeth pinched face fiery eyes with golden pupils and a hairy face at the sight of this thunder god incarnate, his hands were numbed and his legs paralyzed. And with a great tearing sound, he escaped in the form of a hurricane. That's a little bit more than just a prestidigitation. <laughs> also, by village, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> Monkey rushed after him, grabbing his iron cudgel, and he took a swing at the hurricane. Uh, the monster then changed into 10,000 sparks and went straight back to his mountain. That was fast. Well, problem solved, I guess. Monkey mounted his cloud and went after him, shouting, Where do you think you're going? If you go up to heaven, I'll chase you as far as the Dipper. And if you go into the <laughs> earth, I'll pursue you to hell. 
So in in this iteration of uh, of the Monkey King, he still has the flying Nimbus. He does. Sweet. I think ge- genuinely pretty terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> to be, to and, be pursued by this creature who's like, it doesn't matter what dimension you go into, I can follow you. I will find you and I will kill you. I am very bored. I have nothing else to be doing right now. <clears throat> this is entertaining. You're not getting anywhere. I have nothing else on my plate. And that's where chapter 18 ends. Mm. Oof. Hell of a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Um, well, I guess see you next year. No. <laughs> what? I refuse to let it end this way. We're going to do another chapter next week to resolve all this. <laughs> so we can find out what happens. Yeah, you're going to get so much good China. <laughs> and drown you in good China. <laughs> I mean, he was asking for this for like six, eight weeks, something mm-hmm. like that. A, a double sure. dose of the good China. Exactly. So do you guys have any thoughts on the events of this chapter that you have not yet already shared? <laughs> yeah, I've interjected so the, uh, a lot of them. So the, the monster there is Oolong. Yes, from Dragon Ball. Oh. The shape-changing pig. Exactly. I forgot Oolong could shape-change. Yeah, he doesn't do it a lot later <laughs> on. I mean, it's... Um, yeah, you get older and these things are tiring. <laughs> just Just early. Yeah. I do genuinely enjoy reading these chapters because Monkey <laughs> is quite a guy. He is. His, he his sure dialogue is. is always entertaining. He is a a bombastic character for sure. Um, and he can do whatever he wants. I mean, whenever he, is, he wants is a god. So yeah, is a god who doesn't really care for whatever, like even the loose restrictions of godhood. He is the merriest Sue, like the original. <laughs> he, he kind of is. Like yeah. he has, like very few limitations, just beyond his his. I don't know his his attention span. And by merry, I did mean happy. Yeah, <laughs> because he is that as well. Yeah, he is. He is what happens when you have godlike powers with zero sense of decorum. Because you know, most of the gods like have. I mean, you know, dalliances and golden showers aside, mm-hmm. like a, a, a personal <laughs> um, a gravitas, uh-huh. I suppose. They take themselves very seriously. Certainly. And this is what happens when you don't do that. I'm trying and to it's think. terrifying. I don't think it counts as a character flaw that you are so awesome and rad and powerful that heaven <laughs> had to put you under a mountain for 500 years to get. <laughs> get you to calm down i think that just makes you more rad you had to have a mountain timeout from the gods effectively yes the gods put you in their special god killing cauldron and stabbed you and burned you for a hundred years and it didn't do anything so they put you under a mountain yeah it did like did not really tamp down that that will at all to just forget about you sort of year <laughs> didn't dull his instincts much you know i think this is sort of the best uh best iteration of a of a god dealing with like appropriately with sort of the immortality like conundrum which is mm-hmm. you you are eternal what do you 
what do you do? You will inevitably be bored out of your mind and go radically insane. And he is just like, I'm just going to go thump some people. Yeah, the answer to that is you do whatever. No consequences. And it's really good to see that happen. Mm -hmm. It's just have a good time all the time is kind of the motto. Maybe, maybe a... To an extent, a character to emulate. Please don't greet people by wrapping yourself around them like a snake and just being like, hey, how do I get to Safeway? That sounds a little bit like high school. <laughs> what? It... <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've all dealt with an immortality complex at some point. <laughs> Did you deal with it by wrapping yourself around strangers and asking them where you were? Look, I was living in the moment. It may or may not have happened. You know, knowing you, that could very well be true. It comes up more in the next chapter because I have already read it just so that I could know how these events concluded. Just couldn't couldn't put it down late at night. Exactly. It was a page turner or a PDF turner, rather. (laughs) Um, But Monkey does genuinely want to be a good person now. Like he is he's very thankful that the Bodhisattva Guanyin has freed him from underneath that mountain and does want to change his ways and be seen as a good and helpful person. He just fucking sucks at it right now. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't understand quite yet what that means. Oh, that's, that's actually a pretty natural, like character growth. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he basically has the impulses of a child right now with the powers of a God. Yeah. And the chaos of a monkey. Right. And a child sort of (laughs) smished into one. Yeah. Well, a little bit of snake in there just for fun. (laughs) Uh, Any other thoughts for this week? Any titles jump out to anybody? Um, Uh, Nothing nothing more relevant than Ghostbusters, I think. Or uh, the Monkey King puts on a dress. Yeah, ancient Chinese Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) Oh, that's that's not bad either. (laughs) Well, yeah, a shitting Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) Kind kind of. Gotta get the scat in there. He's a scat man. He's the scat man. <laughs> the, the, the original scat man, at least. <laughs> scat man John was just a brief reincarnation. <laughs> Has Monkey King taken a dump in each of these chapters? Pretty much. Everyone I that I've read. <laughs> I don't remember this. Okay, follow-up question. Is this part of your criteria? It helps. <laughs> He's like looking through the chapters like, well, there's no, he does not shit in this. So basically nothing happens. Moving on. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's just uh, Wukong's way of, of preparing himself for a good beating. It's just like, hold on, I gotta take a shit real quick. It's not I mean, a bad in chapters, way. In chapters 16 and 17, he just had to go get a, like a missing MacGuffin for some temple. And that was not interesting to me. So I read about the pig monster that he shits with. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I think you chose well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not questioning your judgment. Just curious about the criteria behind it and how it might I apply think, in the future. I think you are well aware of the criteria. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. Then be prepared for additional good china next week. Your bonus good china. Mm-hmm. We hope that you are satisfied with this. <laughs> you have to have the good china and then the good china that you always keep in a cabinet and never take out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the china that doesn't shit with with pigs. <laughs> well, let's not be too hasty. 
<laughs> you don't know what it's doing when you when you're not looking. Uh, well, I, thank you, Tyler, for uh, brushing the thick layer of dust off of this PDF <laughs> that was in the corner. I looked it up, and the last time we read a Monkey King chapter was April of 2019, wow. which seems like a hundred years ago. It basically yeah. was. Every week is a month. So, yeah. Um, and I thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you to our patrons for uh, keeping our show afloat. Uh, thank you, Grimoire Highwind, for joining us. I'm going to just do this in a random order. Thank you, Dave, thank you. for uh, poking us in the direction to find the good China. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Freybug, for being quiet and well-behaved throughout all of this on the couch. Uh, and perfect, perfect princess. <laughs> and uh, thank you to our top-tier patrons, Hachiko Chen, Becca, your friendly neighborhood swamp witch, Kelly, Anaphylactic Shock, Katarina, Tasmanian Tiger, Kula, Funky Little Strawberry, Help, Rachel, I'm Trapped in a Podcast, Lemur, Everything's Coming Up, Spagouse, Caitlin, Danielle, Wyatt, Soapy Fay, Olwyn, Queen of Terrible Taste, Allie, Thank You Yonder Toad, Donbury Enthusiast, Cobus Cat, DPRCM, Versus Me 101, The Day Dude, The Shortest Noir Detective, Iris, Kelpie, Lovelace, Nathan the Sky, Thanks for listening to our show. If you have story suggestions for us, please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.